Hello, and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm your co-host, Robert Luke, Associate Editor at Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Editor of Cargo Facts. I'm happy to join our listeners today from Gate E14 of Chicago's Mighty O'Hare, a Silkway 747 just passed by and we've been spotting all day. Uh, that's just an exciting little uh, tidbit for our unconventional studio. This week was an exciting week, on the other hand, for drones. We had a new startup uh, in Israel. Um, Heaven Drones, which is using um, and uh, unveiled their new hydrogen. And correct me if I am wrong, I have to find it, it's the H2D55. Now, this is a hydrogen-powered drone. And the reason why Heaven has switched to hydrogen is because they're going to be marketing long-range for their drone platform. If you look at our drone database, you can see hundreds of drone types um and some can appear very similar and it, it's going to be i i would think in the next coming decade consolidation within drone manufacturers as they find their market share um so it's always of peculiar interest to see where drones come unique and for the have the sustainability and the range enhancements um that's a very exciting we also heard back from Blue Flight, which recently secured an order for 40 of its, uh, its drones. That would be the larger Cobalt drone from Sprite. Sprite is a medical airlift company. Now, I've been chasing down Blue Flight for a couple of months. We sat down with Frank as he was overseas, and I want to give him a shout out for giving me a call. We have some very outstanding content that is going to be coming to you on that drone in the next coming weeks, um, which turns me to our next subject. I read news of freighter conversions and start at being a, enhancing new startups. Now they cited information that um, our le- readers, being of superior class and taste, sensibility, and intellect, would have already known from information that was given to them in the Cargo Facts Symposium, where we received market insight as far as the appetite for freighter conversions versus factory line freighters. Now, they use this in the frame of startup airlines, which is where I want to turn to our industry expert, Robert Luke, because you broke news of a brand new airline in South Africa. Andrew, that is absolutely correct. Sud Cargo Airlines, and I must give a congratulations to Thomas Honeyball and the Astral Aviation team, which headed by Sanjeev Gadia, have recently announced that this new startup will commence at the uh, Africa Cargo uh, Summit that just took place recently. And it appears that Astral Aviation, which we were able to discover first because our subscribers love getting quality information, that Astro will actually have a minority stakehold in this new startup. And all of the aircraft will be leased through Astral Aviation, starting with a 727-200 freighter. And the very important news is that all of the other aircraft from their 757s, which is their very well-established medium wide body uh, freighter, in addition to the medium wide body, Freighter 767F and the 747 that they currently have in their fleet will also be made available to this new startup on an ad hoc charter basis. Now, the 727 will be wet leased to Sud 
Cargo Airlines for approximately six months. And eventually, with tag team and partnering with Astro, they will not only determine which narrow body freighter type will be integrated into their fleet in a more larger capacity, whether it's the A320 uh, prototype that's now being put into uh, large scale production with EFW or one of the 737 variants that are currently in production, uh, or excuse me, conversion, let me correct myself. Uh, they will determine which one of those two will become their narrow body fleet for the future going forward. And the great part that we also now know for sure is the two E190Fs that are going to be leased through Astral Aviation with Nordic Aviation Capital will also be subleased to Sud Cargo Airlines. If that is not getting the facts for you guys, I don't know what is. And then before I round off and pass it off to Jeff Lee, the editorial uh, expert of all knowledge when it comes to air cargo transactions, we just want to uh, give a congratulations to Challenger Airlines as they diversify their 767 freighter portfolio and will also be adding two to their uh, Belgium-based subsidiary Challenger Airlines BE and also to uh, Aero Angelinas, Aerolinas Argentinas, excuse me, I'm talking a little too fast right now, but to Aerolinas Argentinas, congratulations on getting your first AEI converted 737-800. Thank you very much for that summary, Robert. Jeff, I want to turn to you because uh, other than new airlines, there's also new facilities. Tell me more. Yeah, and uh, it seems like there's always some new conversion line opening somewhere. Um, and this is just uh, going back to that, um, you know, other reports about how the conversion market is booming and, and so on. I mean, that this is just, uh, I guess, further proof of that. Um, we are seeing um, and continue to see more conversion orders and therefore um, to handle that extra demand and also to kind of relieve some of the the stress on the supply chain and all that uh but yeah that's we're seeing additional conversion capacity uh we will see more of that coming online in the next couple of years so this um latest one is going to be the Haita facility in Tianjin what's interesting about this is that this MRO facility um, is not new to conversions. It's actually already a conversion site for IAI's 737NG conversions. Um, but now we're going to see them diversify into uh, Airbus conversions um, with EFW planning to launch um, or to begin its first um, A321 P2F conversion there um, soon. And the other interesting thing is that Despite all the supply chain problems and um, what we saw in the past two years with uh, quarantine and travel restrictions and all that, uh, conversion providers are still seeing um, opportunities and still continue to invest in um, opening new lines in China um, because there are now multiple MRO facilities in China that are home to different conversion providers, um, different conversion products, um, different aircraft types. So apart from this HITA, which will soon do A321s and 737NGs, we have um, a couple of other ones like Heiko Shaman, uh, which does 757 conversions, A321 conversions, uh, as well as 737 and there will be further new conversion lines in China. Um, we've got EFW uh, will be doing A330 conversions 
um, in uh, Chengdu. Yeah, so it's just all these new um, and upcoming conversion uh, lines that are going to be um, in China, and you've got several in Guangzhou as well. And so it's it's interesting um, that they are continuing. And of course, it it makes sense with China being such a huge market. There's um, a lot of uh, demand on the way for these newer conversion types um, and just having facilities there um, helps with that, um, not to mention the cost advantages and the labor and the experience um, of all these um, facilities with conversions. So um, yeah, but on the topic of A321s, actually I did want to talk about um, Qantas, uh, the uh, Australian national carrier. Um, they are going all in with their Airbus freighters. So yeah, Andrew, you recently did um, that story about um, more Airbus uh, freighters going to Australia, um, both uh, with uh, Qantas and SmartThings, but um, and that was right before the, um, Qantas's announcement about them getting three more A321 um, freighters. Um, and you know, so this we got confirmation from them that this will give them basically a fleet of twelve A321 freighters, which is a massive um, step compared to what they have now, uh, which is for that for seven three seven classics. Um, and so they they did mention in some of these uh, their their investor documents um, that they are basically confident about the e-commerce demand in in Australia. Um, and so they, these will all bear in mind they already fly three right now as part of a partnership with Australia Post. Um, so I have to wonder how many of these incoming A three twenty ones will also be part of that partnership. But um, I guess another factor is. That uh, and this is, I think, there's some connection with what they're doing on the passenger side as well, because um, domestically they 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 still fly um, some wide some of their A330 wide bodies on domestic routes, but I think as they um, implement some changes, uh, there'll be more narrow bodies flying domestically, um, which then necessitates um, more freighter capacity to um, fly all of these shipments and e-commerce um, goods around the country. Um, so we'll see, see what happens, but in any case, it's good. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's great to see Australia um, and Qantas um, now, you know, so investing so much into freighters. To, and they'll to be... your knowledge, this is all domestic growth and not for the larger growth of the Asian well, market. For the A321s, they do specifically mention domestic. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, that's going to be a lot of. But they had just sent another A330 for conversion. Right. The A330s are so they've got two right now in Dresden, and mm -hmm. when they um, announced that development, they said that one would be flying internationally, while the other would also fly domestically. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of um, dedicated freight capacity. Um, from Qantas uh, within yeah. the country, which kind of makes sense. I mean, Australia is a huge country. Um, that is true. Now, could this potentially open the door for a potential partnership with another uh, carrier expecting to make an entrance into the Australian uh, market? Or do you think that's going to just remain uh, both both entities operating on their own accord? No, I mean, I but this having 12 uh, would really solidify their their presence uh, and their their market share in the country, um, mm -hmm. and they're really 
aren't a whole lot of freighter operators in in Australia, and the other ones um, also, at least by part of their capacity, um, on an ACMI basis for Qantas. Um, so, and they they did say that there were um, some at least some of these new A three twenty one freighters will be replacing um, that wet leased capacity. So. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. we'll it, see what happens with that and what implications that has for the existing ACMI providers. I was actually more digging into that uh, discovery. We kind of found out a little bit more about with smart links and just getting your perspective on do you see a potential partnership there with Qantas or do you think they're just going to basically operate on their own schedules and st- strategies? Well, I mean, smart links is um, an ACMI specialist. So, you know, we uh, I wouldn't be too surprised, I guess, if um, they end up flying some of their freighters for Qantas or any other um, Australian operator. But I guess my point was that with um, nine more A321 freighters on the way, as well as an A330 for domestic, mm-hmm. um, that will already give them a lot of their own capacity. But we'll so, see. I mean, the reason why I bring up um i wanted to ask you about these market questions is um simply because with the efw um plant on bringing and the developments for qantas um it, it's very apparent that there's a lot of market shifts happening um in asia's region which makes me further bring up um, if you want more insight into the Asian market, uh, Cargo Facts Asia, the essential event for stakeholders in the Asian marketplace, takes place April 17th through 19th in Singapore. Uh, right now, we are still offering early bird pricing on that. What a bargain. Jeff, Robert, do you have anything else to add? I think we're good for this week. Uh, we definitely covered a lot of content over the last couple of days, but uh, I'm good. I'm good for right now. How about you, Jeff? Well, before um, Jeff goes out of his way to remind us all um, uh, that he is, in fact, Australian, I'm going to say that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> for more multimedia coverage like this, search Cargo Facts Connect on iTunes and Spotify and search CargoFacts.com. Thank you very much for tuning in and join us again next time. 